What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Total Health 2020. In this episode, I'm going to be talking all about ophthalmology and how you can get more involved in the field. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode. So in this episode, it's going to be a little bit special. I just matched into ophthalmology residency. And so what I really want to do in this episode is just kind of talk a little bit about what ophthalmology is and try to teach a little bit more about why I chose ophthalmology, how one can actually be successful in the field. If you're just a medical student, you're looking for a specific career pathway and you don't know exactly what you want to do. I'm going to be talking a little bit about why I think ophthalmology is a really great field and give some tips and pointers on how one might be able to successfully match in the field. So overall, Ophthalmology is a bit of a unique specialty just because it's not really taught too much in medical school. There's very little actual eye-related curriculum in medical school. Um, As medical students, we do kind of rotate through a lot of different specialties, and we learn a lot about various different specialties like pediatrics, obstetrics, and gynecology, and various different surgical specialties as well. But ophthalmology is one of those fields that's pretty niche and not really taught super, super well, and so it's pretty difficult to make an informed decision about the field and really try to get a foot in the door just because it's not really on everyone's radar. And so I'm going to be talking a little bit about what ophthalmology is. And so one of the questions that kind of comes up pretty frequently is what's the difference between ophthalmology and optometry? And so both are related to the study of the eye. The main difference is just that an ophthalmologist is an MD or a DO. So in other words, they're a medical doctor or a doctor of osteopathic medicine that went to medical school. They have a better understanding, generally speaking, of the different processes that go on within the body as relating to medicine and surgery in general. Whereas an optometrist, they also go to school after their undergraduate, except theirs is a four-year program just for optometry. So they're only studying the eye. And so basically an ophthalmologist, they go through undergraduate training, they go through medical school training, and then they do a residency and potentially even a fellowship on top of that. And so it's just a generally a longer process um, to become an ophthalmologist, although both fields are extremely important. Optometry is also extremely important. They do have four full years within optometry school and can additionally do um, residency and specific training, further specializing in things like low vision and things like that. And so the main difference between what an ophthalmologist and an optometrist does is just that that ophthalmologist is generally doing more surgically related procedures. And so an ophthalmologist can generally do a lot of the things that optometrists do, such as fitting for contacts, um, writing glasses prescriptions, and diagnosing and treating different infections and other kind of problems of the eye. But generally, they're doing more of the surgical procedures, whereas optometry is generally doing more of the primary care, kind of first-line treatment of the eye. And so generally, more people are going to see the optometrist. The optometrist is generally going to be the one that's treating most patients just for most eye-related things. And when different pathologies and different problems in the eye tend to get bad enough to warrant surgery or warrant um, more intensive management, that's when they can be referred to an ophthalmologist for whether it be different surgical procedures or just closer management of chronic eye conditions. And so the advanced training of an ophthalmology just kind of allows them to diagnose and treat a wider range of conditions than an optometrist or an optician rather would and mainly that relates to surgery. So why do I think ophthalmology is a really unique and special field? So for one, it's a surgical subspecialty. And I think in medical school, one of the first questions you want to ask yourself is, do I like medicine or do I like surgery? And although that's very kind of 
a very general way of looking at things. It's, it's great to have an understanding about whether you really want to be doing procedures for the rest of your life or you really, um, you know, appreciate just the medical standpoint and trying to diagnose and manage conditions without actually performing surgery. And so that's kind of one branch point that you want to have an understanding of pretty early on. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to just be a surgeon and you won't do any medicine or you just have to be a medical doctor and not perform any procedures. Um, One of the reasons I think ophthalmology is really special and unique is because it really allows you to have a clinical practice where you're diagnosing and managing a lot of conditions medically. But additionally, you have that kind of tool in your sleeve to where you can perform um, a lot of really unique and rewarding surgeries that can really quickly change and benefit the patient. And so I think it's really the best of both worlds. You're allowed to be a medical doctor while also being a surgeon. And the surgeries are generally pretty short compared to a lot of other surgical specialties, like say, for example, plastic surgery, orthopedic surgery, neurosurgery. Those procedures tend to be quite a bit longer. They tend to be more intense. And generally speaking, uh, the surgeries in ophthalmology, they're very short. The results are very quick. Patients are often able to see and restore their vision very, very shortly after surgery. And um, another one of the great things is that they generally have great outcomes. And not to say that other surgeons, you know, don't have great outcomes or they and they don't have uh, great results from their procedures relatively quickly, but just ophthalmology tends to see that a little bit better, especially because generally we're not necessarily dealing with life and death and mainly just trying to improve the quality of our patients' lives. Another reason I think ophthalmology is really, really great specialty is it gives you the ability to be a specialist in a really rapidly developing field. And there's always plenty of new technologies being developed and advanced. There's a lot of opportunities to play a part in the advancement of the field. So if you are interested in device innovation, research, and really trying to you know, stay on top of current events and stay on top of current advancements in, in technology, this is a really great field because what you learn today may not necessarily hold 10 years from now, and you can really be a part of that. And so you can play a part in, you know, developing and advancing the field by developing new lasers, new gadgets, new techniques for surgeries. Um, And so it's a really rewarding and rapidly advancing field, which I think is just really unique as well. I also think it's an incredibly rewarding profession, like I already kind of touched on, because it is a surgical subspecialty with a pretty quick turnaround in great outcomes, you generally have really, really grateful patients who are, you're really able to impact their quality of life and give them a really, really unique quality of life. And I think this also kind of blends into the fact that it allows a lot of opportunities for global health related work. And so you're really able to treat a lot of different underserved communities. You're able to travel all over the world and serve underserved patients. And I think that's one of the most rewarding parts about the profession. There's so many areas in medicine where it's not really feasible to deal with a lot of patients who may not otherwise be plugged into the system or have access to care. And I think ophthalmology is a really unique field because it allows you to serve these underserved communities, really allows you to tap into the potential for global health opportunities. And um, I think that's another reason why it's just such a unique specialty. In addition, there are a lot of subspecialty options within ophthalmology, and they all tend to suit different personality styles. And so what I mean by that is, Like I touched on before, you perform a residency in ophthalmology after your medical degree, and even after your residency, there's opportunities for further training. And so you can do a fellowship in specific areas. And so some of these areas can be glaucoma, they can be oculoplastics, 
uveitis, global ophthalmology, retina, cornea, pediatrics, oncology, and more. And so just the availability of all these different subspecialties is a really unique opportunity to kind of explore what you love about the field. And so if you really love the surgical aspects, you can really get into things like oculoplastics and retina, where you're doing a lot of really unique surgeries that really benefit the patients. And um, some of these other subspecialties may not have as much surgery. For example, uveitis or neuro-ophthalmology may not be as surgically involved, and maybe you really like treating and diagnosing and managing patients without doing too much surgery. And so it offers you a lot of opportunities for balance and really tailoring the field to what you love. And so I think that's a really unique and great aspect about ophthalmology as well. Additionally, ophthalmology tends to have a really great work-life balance. It tends to be a pretty high-paying subspecialty, and generally, ophthalmologists aren't working crazy, crazy hours. We are working hard just like any other physician, but generally we're not on call all the time. Most of the ophthalmologic-related emergencies aren't really overnight emergencies that you really have to lose sleep over. And you can generally see your patients the next day, and they'll still have the same or similar outcomes. And so generally, you, you are able to afford a good work-life balance, which is another big plus to ophthalmology. And lastly... One of the things I'll touch on, of course, there are many, many more things I can go into, but they're just really happy, easygoing colleagues. Um, I think really one of the reasons I, I came to love ophthalmology in the first place was just because everyone I worked with is so happy. They really love their job, um, whether it be the actual physicians themselves or the patients. Like Everyone I saw in clinics, everyone I saw in the OR tended to love their job. They really produced really great outcomes for their patients. Their patients were just lovely to deal with as well. And so... It's just a happy, easygoing specialty that many people really love and don't regret that they go into. And so I think that's really important in medicine. When you're spending a lot of time training, you want to do something you love. You want to be around other people that make you happy and are happy. And so I think ophthalmology is a really great specialty in that regard. So just a little bit of detail about ophthalmology in general and how you can become an ophthalmologist. And so in medical school, especially for the uh, medical students who are listening, it's a relatively difficult specialty to match into. It's one of the more difficult specialties just because it does afford a lot of those things that I just mentioned. It affords that great lifestyle, high pay, and really happy patients. And so naturally, a lot of people want to go into the field, and there aren't as many spots as there are um, people that want to go into it. And so with that supply-demand mismatch, it's a pretty competitive field. Um, among one of the more competitive ones. And so generally speaking, you want to do really well on your step one. You want to have a lot of research. You want to have a lot of volunteer and community service. And you really just want to be a well-diversified, holistic applicant that can show why they love the field and really show that they're able to demonstrate themselves academically, professionally, whatever it may be, to show that you are competitive and passionate enough to succeed in the field. Um, I won't go too much into how to be a successful applicant now, but if anyone has any questions and, you know, is a medical student that's potentially interested in the field, I would be more than more than happy to answer any questions that you leave on a comment or um, via email. So please reach out to me if you are a little bit more interested in things that you can do to make yourself more competitive, like how many applications you can submit, whether you should do away rotations, um, and different ways to just kind of stand out and be successful in that year. Some examples of things that ophthalmologists, you know, generally manage in terms of diseases and how they are able to manage them are things like glaucoma. And glaucoma is a chronic condition that kind of affects the intraocular pressure in your eye, generally speaking, and tends to lead 
to degeneration of the optic nerve in the back of your eye. And so a lot of people, they tend to have this chronic condition that slowly kind of deteriorates their vision. And so there are glaucoma specialists and even comprehensive ophthalmologists who are able to manage this condition, whether it be through prescribing eye drops, whether it be through surgery lowering um, procedures that are able to kind of lower the intraocular pressure and help manage this condition. And there are a lot of other different ways you're able to manage this disease. In addition, ophthalmologists, they deal with things like cataracts. That's one of the more common things that ophthalmologists are able to do, and that is a surgical procedure. And just over time, as people age, generally speaking, they tend to get clouding of a part of their eye inside of their eye known as the lens. And as that lens tends to kind of get cloudy over time, um, one of the ways that we tend to be able to manage it is kind of by taking out the cloudy part of the lens and putting in an intraocular lens or a prosthetic lens, essentially, that is able to kind of do what the lens does and focus light at the back of the eye on the retina. And so ophthalmologists are generally the ones who perform that procedure called cataract surgery and are able to help restore vision in elderly people once that problem kind of um, takes place. In addition, there are a lot of problems with the retina, the back of the eye. And so people may have things like diabetes, they may have macular degeneration. And so retina specialists, and again, comprehensive ophthalmologists, they're able to kind of help deal with a lot of these problems with the retina by either performing surgery or chronically managing these conditions with things like intravitreal injections. And so the vitreous is just kind of a jelly in the back of your eye. And so by injecting certain medications into that portion of the eye, they're able to help manage some of these chronic conditions. In addition, people can have things like retinal detachments, which retinal surgeons can perform and reattach part of the retina um, in case it does get detached. And so these are just some of the examples about things that ophthalmologists do. Um, some things that people may be more familiar with are things like LASIK. Um, and so that's just kind of a way for ophthalmologists to, again, perform surgery. They're correcting, in this case, the cornea of the eye. So generally speaking, if there's a mismatch between the refractive power of the cornea, basically, if the shape of the cornea is not ideal in focusing light on the back of the eye, then you'll have blurry vision. And so that's why a lot of people have to wear glasses, contacts, things like that. And so again, ophthalmologists are the ones who are able to surgically correct this by performing a surgery known as LASIK or PRK and other refractive surgeries on the cornea to kind of help reshape the cornea and help better focus light on the back of the eye. You can also have things like chalazions and styes on your eye, basically a small little kind of pimple on your eye that ophthalmologists are able to kind of incise and drain using a scalpel. Um, and so there are a lot of different things that ophthalmologists actually do. These are just some of the more common procedures, um, but most of these are generally chronically managed or medically managed, and a lot of them are surgically managed. And so ophthalmologists are going to be the ones that are helping to restore and maintain good vision so that you can live a happy, healthy life. And so I hope this episode shed a little bit of light on what an ophthalmologist is, how you can get more interested in the field, and why I think it's such a unique, special field and some of the reasons I got into it. In the future, I hope to talk a little bit more about ophthalmology-specific topics and you know, shed a little bit more light on some of the conditions and some really interesting eye facts that I think are really interesting, such as, you know, why are people colorblind? What is LASIK and PRK actually doing? And just talking a little bit more about these topics just because I think it is really fascinating and would be well worth people's time, I hope, to understand a little bit more about how the eye works and some of the problems that can go wrong with it. So overall, I hope you guys really, really enjoyed this episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and listening to me talk about ophthalmology. I'm a 
little bit of a dork on that subject. And so I appreciate you listening. I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so, so much again.